me and Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 201 of Curry in the Pot. I'm here with some of you guys, Mike Curry, and I'm finally back with another episode, man. It seems like a very, very long time since it's been an episode, but it hasn't been that long, has it? But we're back here, man, and it's the first episode of the new year, so happy new year to everybody. I um, hope everybody had great holidays, man, but we're back, man. We're back to business. Uh, this is a very, very great time, man, and... You know, this is the trilogy of an annual series that I usually do with Pete Jones. This year we had Bink Tag along, man, and I'm, I'm super excited to talk about it. Of course, we had the season preview. We had the midseason recap. Now we got the postseason preview, which is also the regular season recap in a sense. So let's get right into it without further ado. Uh, I got I got the I got, I got my guy here, man. 17 years of age, going to be going to college real soon. Um, <laughs> let's get it, man. Let's welcome back my guy, Bink, man. Bink, what's good, bro? What's up, man? Just living. Thank you for having me. I mean, I had to complete the trilogy, did the regular season preview, midseason review and preview for the rest of the season, and now we're on the postseason. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, of course, you know, this podcast wouldn't even be possible without this guy right here. So, of course, he's here, man. Uh, we've been doing this for quite some time, man. I'm actually really, really overjoyed to discuss this and have both of these guys here. But last but not least, got to welcome back my guy, B. Jones, the co-producer. B. Jones, what it do? Man, I'm good, man. How you feeling? I'm great, man. I'm ready to talk some ball with you guys. I'm excited, man. I, I never really got to really talk to the audience about episode 200, man, but I really appreciate you coming through and, you know, playing the pivotal role that you played, man. It was some fire interview questions. Uh, uh, for the people from my audience who haven't heard the episode, um, it was great. We had a great time. We had, B. Jones, we had two cameramen in the building, bro. We didn't have one. Yeah, we had yeah. two cameramen, man. Yeah. We, we had a nice little, little setup, little setup, man, not too far from where I'm sitting, but it was a vibe, man. We had some good times, man. But B. Jones, I really, really appreciate you uh, and your help with that, man. It was, that was really big for me. Not for sure. I'm glad you gave me the opportunity, you know. Absolutely, man. You know, we're going to do some more uh, live podcasts in the future. But let's discuss the present. We got the NFL wildcard weekend coming up. It's actually going to start tomorrow. We're recording Friday night. I got these guys up uh, a little late, but it's a Friday night, so we're going we're gonna to get it. We're going to drop this thing. But before we discuss the wild card weekend, guys, what were your impressions of this season? What did you guys think? How did you guys feel? Um, were there a bunch of surprises? Like, just just talk to me. How did you guys feel, man? The season, it definitely came and it went, man. It's been a, been a fun year, but the season went by so fast, man. What you guys think of it? Um, I like to say it was very interesting and unpredictable, like it always is. We still we saw many quarterbacks go down this year. Um, I feel like there was an emphasis on kind of like the concussions and like the Tua stuff. I mean, it was just an interesting season. I'll say it's unpredictable. Although I got eleven out of the fourteen playoff teams right, it was just it was an up and down season for a lot of teams. I could say that it was a season of runs. Yeah, definitely, I agree with that. It's a season of runs. I know when we did the midseason recap. Looked like some teams were dead. Some teams were like 
on their way to the playoffs. Like some teams that come to mind, the Jets, they look like they were on their way to the playoffs. They fell off. Titans fell off. They lost seven games in a row. The Jaguars, it looked like they were going to be like a top five pick. Now they're in the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, I definitely say it was like a season of runs. Um, injuries played a part as well. Um, Baltimore looked like they won the way to win the division. Then Lamar Jackson went down. You know, now they're probably they're going to get bounced in the first round. So, yeah, I definitely say it was an interesting season. Of course, injuries always play a factor, but it was like definitely some interesting storylines. 100%, man. Uh, it's a crazy year. Uh, spectacular year, man. Honestly, I, I, I didn't think this would happen, but I, I don't think none of us thought this would happen going into the year, but the NFC East was the best division in pro football this year, so um, hats off to those teams. Uh, and this division has three playoff teams, so let, let's start with the NFC East, man. Uh, Eagles, they won, a, they won the division, won the conference, uh, 14 and three record. Uh, they're going to get that first round by uh, Cowboys with 12 and five. They're going to have a very crazy game Monday against Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Giants. A surprise. Uh, I kind of want to skip over this because because Bing told us kind of told us about the Giants and we told them not to be long winded. And uh, the Commanders at eight and one sitting at the rear. So did this did this division go as you guys predicted? Maybe maybe the way Bank predicted because I didn't I, I didn't see the Giants being good at all. So what did you guys think of this division? Well, I mean it didn't go all the way. I predicted I had the Eagles at one and the Cowboys at two. I expected that, but I had the Commanders above the Giants. I just thought the Giants would be a sneaky good team, and I thought they could catch a lot of people by surprise this year. They caught more people than I thought they were going to catch by surprise this year, and they ended up making the playoffs. I mean the Eagles did what I thought they were going to do. I mean, they're, they're a really good team out there with Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown. They got an all-pro corner now in James Bradbury and another really good corner on the other side in Darius Slay. I mean, their team's amazing. The Cowboys, their season was up and down this year. You know, yeah, Cooper Rush starting a few games and whatnot. Um, the Giants, I told y'all they were going to be sneaky. I didn't expect them to win, what, nine games and make the playoffs. I didn't expect that. But um, Saquon looks back to his rookie year form. Um, Daniel Jones is not turning the ball over. They're a really well-coached team. Brian Dable is probably the coach of the year. And then the Commanders, man. I feel like they really had a shot at making the playoffs, but they messed up against the Browns. Carson Wentz messed up against the Browns. Yeah, I think um, I think, uh, the, <laughs> I think the first two teams definitely went as expected. Uh, the Giants, I think I had them predicted finishing last. Um, but I think the defense took a huge step forward. And then Daniel Jones, we saw him not um, turning the ball over as much as in the past, but that helped them win a few games. I don't think their their offense isn't – their offense is, is mid. It's mid, but, like, they they were able to win. They, they started off hotter than they should have, um, and they were able to ride that momentum to the playoffs. Um, so, shout-out to the Giants because I definitely had them. I think I had them winning, like, five or six games, maybe less than that. Um, commanders, I think they had the talent of a playoff team, but when you have a bottom five coach in the league like Ron Rivera, um, you're always going to underperform. So, you know, I think that's what happened there. They also had a bottom five quarterback situation. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true, too. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, that's, all, but, that's a part. Know, Ron, Ron Rivera's the GM, so, I mean, that's on him, too. So Yeah, um, he, he so. is. 
If a movie song we gave Tina look like Sam Howell should have started the rest of the season. Hey, I wanted to see Sam Howell in there a lot earlier, but I saw that happen live. That was crazy. Obviously, and yo, hey, this guy Bing went to that game too. What a game to go to! You're a Cowboys fan. <laughs> but uh, yeah, NFC East. I definitely thought the Eagles would win this division. Um, they 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 kind of took it by storm. You know, they were really hot, and they finally lost uh, to the Commanders. But uh, they kind of took it by storm. I know Jalen Hurts got hurt, and Garner Minshew had to suit up for a couple games. But yeah, I had the Eagles winning. Had the Cowboys make. You know, the playoffs as well. I thought those were locks. Giants. I'm not gonna say I thought they would be trash. I just didn't. I just didn't have any expectations for them, and many people didn't either. So, man, I'm not alone. And then the Commanders. They actually were better than I thought. Um, uh, you know, it was only it was a wave that they were riding, and that Heineke wave kind of came crashing down to an end. But I mean, what do you expect? Guy was on his couch uh, in grad school or the man just a couple of years ago. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, God bless him. You know, he was an amazing spark for them. But uh, I think Ron Rivera made the wrong call when he decided to go to Heineke, I mean, uh, go to Wentz over Heineke. But they needed a spark. But Carson Wentz is just bad for business. He's bad football. Let's move right along. Uh, let's talk NFC West. Um, mm, all right. I'd be lying if I said this division went exactly how I expected. But I did say the 49ers were winning division. But I also thought when they won a division, it was going to be Trey Lance as the quarterback. Not only did Trey Lance get hurt, Jimmy Garoppolo came in. Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. And now they're led by Brock Purdy going into the playoffs. Ladies and gentlemen, I had the 49ers winning the division, but I did not see this coming. Second place, the Seattle Seahawks in the playoffs? I didn't see that coming. I think their win total was at five and a half. I had no I, – I wouldn't have bet it with a gun to my head. Um, I told you to bet the over on the Seahawks. Anyways, third place – <laughs> Third place, the Rams. Um, I'm not going to say – I'm not surprised that they didn't make the playoffs. I'm surprised they went five and 12. But, I mean, when Cooper Cup, your entire offense gets hurt, and Matthew Stafford gets hurt, and Aaron Donald gets hurt. I mean, that's a very top-heavy team. But even when Cooper Cup was in there, they were not looking good at the start of the season. And that's yeah, they, they were. Yeah, they didn't look good at all. Yeah, they just they just didn't look good. Um, but hey, I mean, they're still the defending Super Bowl champs at the end of the day. They sold out for that ring. And then in last place, the Cardinals at four and thirteen. No, Kyler Murray did end up getting hurt. Ended up firing Cliff Kingsbury, but I thought this team would be a Too little late. bit better. For Thirteen, that's just oh my god, guys, talk to me, talk to me. Um, like you said about the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan's that guy. I think he should be getting a little bit more culture to your recognition than he's gotten. He's dealt with two injuries at quarterback. They had injuries going well, on that defense. He's getting point. the recognition if you go look at the sports book. I think. I think uh, he's actually number one candidate, to be honest. Well, I only think the only person I've heard mentioned by, I guess, the talking heads and on Twitter is Brian Dable. But Kyle Shanahan did a crazy good job with this team this year. D'Amico Ryan, who's their defense coordinator, going to get a good head coaching job, I assume. Um, I had the Rams coming in second place in this division, but I did have them missing the playoffs. I Like Mike said, their roster was very stars and scrubs this year. Um, I don't know. I like that. Their I offense like – 
Their offense was bad. Their offense was bad. It was Cooper Cup gets us a first down or nothing. Allen Robinson was a disaster of a signing. Um, I didn't think Bobby Wagner was that good of a signing, but it turns out he made an all-pro team. Jalen Ramsey still played good this year, although other people might say otherwise. Uh, I had the Seahawks start in this division. Like I, like V. Jones said, I stay up the Seahawks on the season preview. I Again, I didn't expect them to be this good, but they came out hot. Pete Carroll, I think he saved his job with this one. I really thought they were going to part with me in the season. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely said that. I think he saved his job with this one. And the Cardinals, man, Cliff Kingsbury got fired too late. Uh, that's all I got to say with them. I don't think yeah. the right coach, period. Yeah, I don't have too much extra to say on this division. Uh, I did think the Rams were going to win it. Um, they fell off a cliff. Even before the injuries to Matthew Stafford and Cooper Kirk, they didn't look like a good football team. They they weren't going to make the playoffs regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they get, I guess, uh, trading all the draft picks, not having any young players caught up to them. Um, and we have to see moving forward is Matthew Stafford. He was looking cooked. So I don't know if, um, how they'll be able to handle that moving forward because they just gave him a new deal. Uh, 49ers, they just played good football all year, good defense, didn't matter who the quarterback was. Their run game is always good, uh, especially once they got Christian McCaffrey in. I feel like that added like a whole another dimension instead of having to rely on Debo running the ball. Um, mm-hmm. So, Brandon, uh, you take a leap forward this year. So I say he's uh, Mark, playing really good. Yeah, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy, looking like the guy. I'm not gonna lie, um, but um, yeah, so Seahawks definitely was a surprise. I think the season that the Seahawks had, I thought that's. I mean, the season that the Cardinals had, I thought. Like, that's how the Seahawks season was going to go. So, I definitely expect them to win nine games and make the playoffs. So, shout out to them. Shout out to Pete Carroll. Shout, shout out to Gino. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Gino, too. Like, I didn't – if you told me Gino Smith was going, like – I think, what did he throw for, like, 4,000-something yards? And he he like broke a, the franchise record. I don't yeah, know what he, he, threw, he threw for the most yards in franchise history. I think he had – he either had 30 or close to 30 touchdowns. I'm like – I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have believed that. So shout out to Gino. Definitely um proved a lot of people wrong. Um Cardinals, I don't have anything to say about them. They were just I do got a question all year. If you're Seattle, are you taking it another year with Gino or are you gonna try to get a quarterback? Because they still got a top five pick from Denver. Yeah, I think um I mean it just I guess it just depends how the draft order shakes out. I feel like they could they could uh solidify some other holes on their team and then if uh they need to get a quarterback attack that like a, a year from now not this year but i think i think to like make a leap they definitely need to get like a franchise quarterback they was talking about franchise tagging gino and gino was good but i, I mean, don't know if i'm paying him that money i mean if you just do it for one year and you have the intention of letting him go i mean that's not that bad i don't think but okay. yeah yeah I, I agree with Jones. Let's move on. NFC North. Let's uh pick it up a little bit. Uh, This year, the Vikings won a division. Hold on, hold on. Actually, hold on. I said the Vikings were going to win a division. Damn it. I said it. I told you guys, you guys were telling me Packers, and I was telling you no. No, they just don't got it. Aaron Rodgers don't even care about football like that, man. I just <laughs> – I just I, – I, Kevin O'Connell, shout out to him. Uh. There's been so many great like coaching stories this year, and he was one of them. And I feel like in a normal year he might he might have gotten it, but uh, there was a lot of crazy things happening. 
Um, but yeah, the Vikings, they kind of took this division by storm. Uh, the Packers didn't even get second place, damn it. Uh, the Lions, they finished second in nine and eight. Uh, they've always been an any given Sunday type of bunch. Um, but I really like Dan Campbell. Like, I really like him. Like, they, and they went on the It was calling for his head this season. They were yeah, they were, they were like one and six, right? One and six, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I like Dan Campbell. It seemed like he just got, got these guys to play for him. Uh, Packers, shout out Jared Goff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out Jared Goff, professional QB. He played well. I'm in Ross St. Brown. Uh, he was good. He was really good this year. Um, Jamal Williams led the league in touchdowns. He did. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson was nice. Uh, he was good as advertised for them. So, shout out to the Lions. They got some things to build upon. Uh, the Packers, I just don't know what the hell I saw this year. Um, I, I I don't know. First, we had these receiver issues. Then, I don't I don't know. I then they unraveled it. against the Giants, Washington, and New York Jets. Like, that was the middle of the season for them. They played some really bad football in the middle of the year. And then the Bears, uh, they, they were what we expected. Um I want people to be nice to my guy, Justin Fields, but um, Vikings, I had them winning the division. That's all I got to say. But with that being said, I think they're one and done this weekend, damn it. What you guys got for me? Vikings are not uh, supposed to be here, man. <laughs> not supposed <laughs> to be here. I, I do got to remember this isn't a, a Kevin, this isn't a Mike Zimmer team. This is a Kevin O'Connell team, and I think yeah, that's probably what I was thinking that. at the start of the year. But these boys have been coming back from deficit after deficit. Would they come back down 30 – how much they come back down against the Colts? 33. 33, Jesus. Jesus Christ. They've just been the comeback kids all season. Um, Dalvin Cook has been playing nice. I can't forget my guy, Justin Jefferson. I stamped him on this podcast two years ago, and he's been better than advertised. Um, the Lions, they had a solid season. They went 9-8. and eight. I, I would have wanted to see them in the playoffs over Seattle, but – that's just not how things shaked out. James Houston was a great addition. Their six-round pick from Jackson State. He was really good this season. He had more pick, he had more sacks than Aiden Hutchinson. Um, the Packers, I had way more faith in them than what they produced. An eight and nine season was not what I was expecting. And the Bears, they got the first pick. They should trade that for a lot. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, what do you um, yeah this guy's Vikings. Uh I, I thought. I thought they would be in the playoff mix. I didn't think they would. You did say, like, you did say playoff mix. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think they would, like, win the division because I didn't see the Packers falling off this bad. Um, but shout out my guy, Kirk Cousins, you know. You know, <laughs> got to support my guy. He didn't have the best numbers statistically this year. But, you know, um, they all hit the knock on him. was He, was, he wasn't clutch, and, you know, came through in the clutch this year. So, got shout out my guy, Kirk. Um, Packers, they just looked bad all year. They made a run towards the end of the year, but they just look bad all year. I think Matt LaFleur uh, is the most overrated coach in the league. Um, been saying that since he flamed out in the past two years in the playoffs, but this year we saw in the regular season as well. Um, I don't know what it is. He just, like, just just not a fan of his, his style. Offense Matt LaFleur at Jack? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. And that was my coach of the year pick this year. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say he's as bad as Ron Rivera. Like I think Ron Rivera is like a, a Jeff Fisher type. Yeah. But like, but like I don't know. Like, I just I just can't I just can't rock with. Bro. You think Ron Rivera the worst coach in the league? Nah, he's probably like 29 though. 
Who else is bad as him? I mean, yeah, all the all the bad all the really, really bad coaches got fired. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean of the people that haven't been fired yet, he might be the worst. I I would have to sit down. But I think like I think like <laughs> if I had to put a number to it, I would definitely say he's like twenty eight or twenty nine. I think Tall sure. Bowles might be worse than him. Yeah, Tall Bowles is bad. Tall Bowles is bad. But nah, but yeah, Ron Rivera, he's like 28, 29 for sure. Um oh yeah. Oh, um, oh, 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 um, 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 Josh McDaniels. He's worse. Um that suck, but I don't know. I I don't I might he's worse Ron, than Ron Rivera. I might say Ron Rivera worse than Josh McDaniels could scheme. Yeah, like yeah. Like his Ron... scheme of Jared Stidham. Like yeah. Nah, 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 he better than Ron Rivera. <laughs> I think he is. Yeah, I'm not even gonna hold you. I think like wow, yeah. Anyway, get off Ron Rivera. Um, Alliance. I remember when the uh, season, mid season, I said I was disappointed in them. I think because they were, they were probably like five or six games under um five hundred, but they went on that good run to end the year. I was very impressed with them. Very impressed with Dan Campbell. I think Jared Goff. He had, if not a top ten. He was definitely like a top twelve or thirteen quarterback this year. After people, after people wrote him off in LA, um, and then the Bears, they they did what I expected them to do. Not, and they traded the thirty second overall pick for Chase Claypool. I don't know why they did that, but you know, they thought they was gonna make a little bit of a run this season. Man, okay, they were like three and four, and then just lost ten straight. Hey man, it happens. You got anything on this division, Bink, or you you go? I already already said something. All right, all right. We want NFC South. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to spend too much time on this because we're gonna piss. I don't want to either. Uh, The Saints should have won this jump. I don't care what nobody say. Um, but I did not expect all the injuries to happen. Buccaneers, they got lucky, won a division by the skin of their teeth. Uh, at eight and nine, I know the last game of the year didn't really matter. They had already clinched, but. No, right. they, they would have missed the playoffs if the Saints didn't blow that 13-point lead on a Monday night. 100%. But, yeah, they won a division. Uh, Panthers 7-10, let go of Matt Rule midseason. Uh, Saints 7-10, it looks like they're going to run it back with Dennis Allen. Uh, Falcons 7-10, but I, I kind of like the Falcons' mob, man. Uh, Tyler Algier. Um, Kyle he quietly Hayes. had a really, really good season this year. Great blender. I, 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 I like what they're building. And they got tons of cap this offseason. Maybe make a run at Lamar or something. I don't know. Um, I, I, I like the I, I like what I saw from the Falcons, though. I think it's encouraging going forward. Um, but I don't have much for this. Um, I thought the Saints would win. Wouldn't have been surprised the Bucks won. And I mean, it looks like we we're all pretty damn close to predicting this thing. So I'm sure y'all don't have too much to say, but let's hear it. Tom Brady can't keep getting away with this, man. It's, it's, it's no reason. He he was eight and nine and somehow managed to make the playoffs. He can't keep getting away with this. Um, the Panthers, Steve Wilkes is like a good interim head coach. I don't know if I would hire him to be my permanent head coach. Um, they went seven and ten. They traded Christian McCaffrey and somehow the running game got better. Uh I think they have a really bright future. If they decide to make a decision at quarterback, they can't run it back with Sam Donald. That can't be the decision this offseason. That's all I got to say about them. The Saints should have won this division. Chris Olave looked really, really good. I know Mike Gore has something to say about that. 
So Chris Olave looked really, really good. Garrett Wilson's still better, though. Yeah, we're good. Um, East next, but don't, don't, don't say that. that. That's blasphemy. Don't say that. Garrett Wilson's still better. And that. Atlanta, I just need them to stop using Kyle Pitts on blocking plays. I, I just need them to stop using Kyle Pitts blocking when they're when you got two, three receivers running routes and your two, three receivers are Drake London, Olamide's a key. And I don't even know the third guy's name, like Demir Bird or somebody. But yeah, that's all I got to say. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say too much. Second worst division in football. Um, the Bucks snuck away with the division. I did think the Saints should have won it, but, you know, the defense took a step back. I thought they were going to be much better than they were, and then they couldn't get consistent quarterback play throughout the year, and they still finished one game out of the division. So I think they should have won, but uh, they didn't. Uh, so shout out to the Bucks. Uh, that's all I really have to say. All right, let's move on. AFC, uh, AFC East. That's what we're gonna start with. Bills thirteen three. Dolphins making the playoffs at nine and eight. Patriots eight and nine. Jets seven and ten. I'll start with me, ladies and gentlemen. I thought the Bills will win this division. Um, I know there was a lot of talk about the Dolphins, and I thought I thought the Dolphins would be pretty good, and you know, thought they would go as far as Tua took them, and you know, he didn't take them all the way. You know, we saw some Teddy Bridgewater. Um, we got some Skylar Thompson starting against these Bills this weekend. Uh, I'm not surprised to see them make the playoffs, but I think they'll be out. Um, Patriots eight and nine. Um, they played some really competitive ball this year. Um, I, I think I said the Patriots were gonna. I, I know I said they were gonna go on the 500. This would be the year, but I thought they were gonna be bad. But they had like you know a little soft area in their schedule. They had like the Bears and like the Colts and stuff on their schedule. They lost that Bears game now. They sure did. Uh, but it was some other, like, sweet games they had. And they went on a little run. They played the Jets twice in that stretch. So, damn, if they would have beat the Bears, they would – wow. And if they would beat the – it should be the Raiders. Or it should be the overtime. Oh, oh, that Raiders game. That Raiders game. Yeah. Uh, they could have easily made the playoffs. That was probably the crazy that I've ever seen. Almost forgot about that. It's kind of their fault they're not in the playoffs. Um, and then they they had those uh, they had the Jets twice, so that that was another soft area of their schedule. Um, but yeah, I thought I kind of wrote them off. Um, but you know they finished eight and nine. But I thought you know you know considering some of those games we just touched on, they should have definitely been in the playoff. They should have been them over the Dolphins, to be totally honest. Uh, and then the last place the Jets. Um, for me, they impressed me this year just from the standpoint I thought they were going to win five games. Um, but they got to get rid of Zach Wilson because he, he he's cancerous. Um, he stinks. Robert uh, Sala said he needs to get away from the game. That's the wildest quote I ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I rather rock out with Mike Mike White and see what happens. Um, but they were they, the Jets were seven and four at one point, man, and just went all six straight. So um, they could have been in the playoffs as well. Um, what you guys think of this division? I'm pretty sure you guys didn't think there was any surprises at the number one spot, but what y'all think? Yeah, yeah I, think, I had the Bills winning the division. Were you gonna sweep? No, I was just gonna say, yeah, Bills. Um, that wasn't surprising. Dolphins, they had like a weird season. I think they had a five game winning streak and a five game losing streak, so they were just like super high and cold. I know Tua was hurt for some of that. Um, but they kind of really fell off towards the end of the year. Um, so, I mean, you know, you got to really chalk that up to injuries. Um, I think 
they could have been like if they health permitted, they could have been a 10 win, maybe like a 11 win team. Uh, the Pats, they just played a lot of undisciplined football this year. They probably had the worst offensive coordinator. Yeah. And they probably had the worst offensive coordinator in the league. Um, Matt Patricia was calling plays. So I think that kind of. I don't know what he did to guarantee himself that job. (laughs) Yeah. I don't don't know. But I've seen them um, talk about Cliff, maybe Cliff Kingsbury, maybe Bill O'Brien. I I, I forgot that Matt Patricia was their play caller. Considering that. Cause yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they could have. They he's a defensive guy. So yeah, I I, I don't know what's going on with that. Um, but they and then they waited him. all the way throughout training camp to name him the play caller. So they literally just yeah. didn't have anybody. Yeah, yeah, and they still don't have like a number one receiver or anything like that. So like they, I would say they definitely overachieved. Um, yeah, that could so be a spot be, for D Hop. Be yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do this offseason. Jets, they definitely um overachieved with having the worst, probably the worst quarterback. Well, not definitely the worst quarterback in the league, uh, just Zach Wilson. Um, they look really good when they had like Brees Hall healthy, so it'll be um I was so mad when he got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how they handle the quarterback position. I think they just need like a solid quarterback. Like they don't even like a Jimmy G. Like they don't even yeah. need like they don't even need anything. Yeah, they don't even need anything crazy. Just get a solid QB in there, run the run the game, uh, run the offense through the run game, get uh, Garrett Wilson some touches, and you know they could they could be in that playoff mix for sure. All right, yeah, I had the Bills winning this division. I predicted the Dolphins and Patriots records exactly. I had the Dolphins going down and the Patriots going eight and nine. I don't got much to say about either of those teams. I mean, I said Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle was going to do insane things to defenses, and that's what they were doing at the beginning of the year. Kind of slowed down once Tua got hurt, and then when he came back, I don't know what Tua was saying. Like, some of those throws he was making were just unexplained. Yeah, that, uh, that Packers just, game was crazy. I know he was fantastic, but uh, – That Packers game, the Steelers game when he first came back, the Steelers dropped like four interceptions. It was ridiculous. Um, And then I had the Jets – Finishing last in this division, nothing really surprised me. I mean, I said Zach Wilson wasn't the guy when he got drafted, but I ain't expect him to be this bad. It's a difference between not being a guy than being this bad. He's downright horrible. Like B. Jones said, it's interesting to see what some of these teams doing the offseason, like the like the Patriots and the Jets. All right, well, let's move on. Uh, AFC West. I actually picked the, the the winner of this division incorrectly. Um, I, th- I think the Chargers could have won it, man, but they had a lot of injuries. Uh, you know, Joey Bosa, um, J.C. Jackson. Got J.C. Jackson on their team until like a week ago. Keenan Allen missed uh, some parts of the season. Um, but, you know, I-, I said I wouldn't be surprised if she's won the division. That's exactly what happened. Um, business as usual. Uh, and, you know, it's kind of funny to go back and see some of the hot takes that people were saying about the Chiefs, like, because they traded away Tyreek Hill, like, like some people said they weren't going to make the playoffs. Like some people, like a lot of people thought the drop off was going to be so bad because they traded Tyreek Hill. But I mean, it looked like a win for both teams because Chiefs' offense didn't miss a beat, and the Dolphins' offense, you know, improved. And Tyreek was still Tyreek. So, like, I think that's a rare, a rare win. You know, when you see both teams win on the trade. Uh, but yeah, Chiefs fourteen and three Chargers with ten and seven. They're going to be in the playoffs. They have a game this weekend. Uh, Raiders six and eleven, and the Broncos five and twelve. Oh man! Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I 
this is this is funny because I'm excited to see what y'all gonna do this year. We all we all thought the Broncos was gonna be really solid this year and maybe in the mix for a wild card spot. I think we thought like I think we thought they would at least hover around like the nine and eight range. I feel I was like saying, yeah, I was the lowest on them. I had them only at eight wins. Yeah, but I think we 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 didn't expect this. This is a disaster. <laughs> I don't know if it was a Nathaniel Hackett thing or what. Um, yeah, it wasn't Nathaniel Hackett thing. Their offense looks significantly better without him. It's just weird, bro. But you guys can take it away. Um, Chiefs and Chargers in the playoffs. I think we all anticipated that. What y'all got? Um, I had the Chiefs and Chargers both making the playoffs. I got this division exactly right when it comes to predicting them one, two, three, and four. Um, the Chiefs still look amazing. Mahomes is the MVP. Um, the Chargers, on the other hand, Justin Herbert, it was kind of an up and down season for him. You remember he got that rib injury week two, and then he didn't really look like himself for half the year. He came back, and I feel like his coming out party was really that game against the Dolphins and Tua on a Sunday night. He came out and lit it up, won that game, and then they're on their way to the playoffs. The Raiders, they just had so many missed opportunities this year. They blew so many leads. This team could easily be in the playoffs. They blew a lead to the Cardinals. They blew a lead to the Chiefs. They blew a lead to the Jaguars. Um, this team could have easily been in the playoffs, like I said. I will say shout out to Josh Jacobs. Um, he had a hell of a year. Um, being an all pro. This is a um, I didn't see that coming at all. This is a crazy year for the running backs coming up. I mean, Josh Jacobs, he's a free agent. Saquon's a free agent. You got the John Robinson draft. Tony Pollard's a free agent. It's it's a lot of running backs who could move teams potentially. And then the Broncos, man. The Broncos. <laughs> they were just horrible this year. They they were flat out horrible this year, losing games to the Colts when they didn't even put up a touchdown. Like it was bad. They had their own guys running into each other on kickoff returns and punt returns. It was Russell Wilson looked horrible. He threw for less. T- I don't know how many touchdown passes he threw for, but it was bad. I think it was like fifteen, maybe fourteen. It it was bad. That, that all I know is that it was bad. Hold on, let me get the let me get the numbers. And they they. They, in the beginning of the season, they were on TV every single week, week after that week. Was, you just saw them down. 16 touchdowns, yeah. 11 16, yeah, 16. It got better towards the end of the year, though, once they find Nathaniel Hackett, but. Yeah, he was cooking that last game. I'm not going to lie, but. No, 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 no. He was cooking that game against the Chiefs, too. I still want to talk about how they lost to the Rams and the Rams didn't punt the ball. That. It was a bigger Mayfield. Oh yeah, that was yeah. Nah, that that right. was. Right. <laughs> that game on Nickelodeon was the most comical. <laughs> was that was that when Hacker got fired? Think, no, he got yeah. after he got fired. He got fired the day after. Oh, okay. Yeah, nah, that uh, was. Wild. I hope Javante Williams could get well soon. He was looking real promising before his injury. Facts. Um. Yeah, for this division, uh, Chiefs Chiefs played well. I think I had them winning. Uh, I just want to shout out Jared McKinnon. He had a real good season. I remember when he first signed the 49ers, like, I think it was like four years ago. Then he was, like, hurt for two years. Because I thought he was going to take off when he went there, playing with Kyle Shanahan, but then he got hurt for two years. Then he, like, he went to the Chiefs. Then he's, like, low-key. And then, like, he really took off this season. Yeah, I think machine on the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Chiefs and the Chiefs, I think they're more well-rounded now. I think they changed their identity. On offensive side of the football, since they let go of Tyreek Hill, like we saw Pacheco, like they got they got like three different running backs they can attack you with, three different ways. Um, the receivers, I mean, they're okay, 
But I mean, you know, the number one receiver on that team is Travis Kelsey. Um, and Mahomes my, my can extend plays, get people open. We see Tony, Kadarius Tony, he, he makes some plays here and there. So I think they're super, they're more balanced and more well rounded on offense. Um, Chargers, I don't know. Chargers is weird. Like they're, they're, they're cool, but like, I, well, we could talk about it once we get to the, like the wild card, but I think, I think they, I think they'll probably lose on Sunday or Saturday, Sunday, whenever the game is. Um, I mean, they're, they're, the Chargers were cool, but I don't, I don't know. It's just something. It's just something weird about them. I don't, I don't really trust them like that. Um, Raiders. I mean, they they had a lot of talent. Uh, the talent did well. Devontae Adams, Cook, uh, Josh Jacobs, Cook. It just didn't translate to wins. And Max then, I mean, Crosby. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, just didn't tra- it just didn't translate to wins for one for one reason or another. A lot of blown leads. That's that's probably on the coaching as well. Um, and then um, the Broncos. I mean, we already got into it, but I, I, we're not gonna hear let Russ cook anymore. I can guarantee that. But yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on to AFC North. Last it was just after every video. We're not even gonna talk about the uh, AFC South. We're just gonna talk about how the Jaguars won it and how Bink was. This division does not even need to get discussed. Yeah, that's the worst um, division of football. Matter of fact, let's talk about the AFC South right now. Um, the division was god awful. Um, it was so awful that the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence won it. Um, yeah. um but guys like <laughs> um, this this don't even sound right. What the hell? Actually, I'm off of this. Uh, the Jaguars made the playoffs. Congrats. Um, yeah. Hey, shout Lawrence, out Zay Jones was, and Christian Kirk. Trevor Lawrence was taking the last five or six games. They got to give him credit. Um, but, I mean, he, this is the worst division in football, man. His what last game really cooking was that Cowboys game, though. Yeah. I, I no, but he was, he was cooking the Cowboys, Ravens game. Because I, I remember that Cowboys game, like, they were down, like, 17. I left the house. I don't want to talk about that game. I left the house. I came back, and they were up. And I was like, what? So like, and I I gotta give them credit because that that game in the Ravens game that was like the first games ever I seen him like take over. Yeah, that, like, that Ravens yeah. game was nice, man. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder what Trevor we gonna see this weekend. Is it gonna be like that Cowboys Ravens game, Trevor? Or is it gonna be that last game we saw where the defense? Had I mean, to take the Chargers over? He missed two Chargers, wide open touchdowns in that time. Chargers, Chargers defense is suspect. Like they they suspect. So I, I mean, and it's like. So I'm, we, we'll talk about it once we get to it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have any – this is the worst division in football. Um, shout out to the Jaguars, I guess. But yeah. yeah, two coaches got fired in this division. So was, I can't believe the Texans fumbled the first pick like that, though. I love you did that joint on purpose. Yeah, I was like, they, they, they caught a hell berry. <laughs> like, like, it was not supposed to happen like that. All right, we're going to talk about AFC North. And, guys um, – it pays me to do this, but I gotta, I gotta let go of the narrative. The Bengals aren't frauds. <laughs> I'm a fraud for thinking they're frauds. Um, hey, they were looking like frauds. They lost to Cooper Rush. They did, but I gotta let the narrative go. I, it, it pays me to do this, but they're not that. They're, they're not frauds. All right, Joe Burrow's the real deal. Um, you know, some people ready to send him to the Hall of Fame last year. I'm still not ready to do that. But, yeah, uh, Joe Burrow's the real deal. Um, Jamar Chase is him. Um, Zach Taylor, I, I guess Zach Taylor's good. I don't know. I, I, 
Yeah, I, I still believe Zach Taylor is just a guy. He needs to show me something. I believe Zach Taylor is just a guy. But the D coordinator is nice though, because they be making them adjustments at half. Like they defense, they defense sneaky, bro. They yeah. defense Shout out Cheeto. Don't be quiet. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to uh apologize to the Cincinnati Bengals because I called them frauds all offseason. At the beginning of the year, I was still banging on that narrative. And here we are. This team is currently the hottest team in the league on an eight-game win streak. And second hottest team. Second on the ten-game win streak. Second hottest. But – well, the hottest team in the AFC, rather. But, yeah, they're not frauds. Ravens, second place in the division. Um, I'm kind of impressed, like – John Harbaugh, he kind of impresses me just because, like, like Lamar got hurt again, and they didn't fall all the way off, and they ended up making the playoffs. Um, I didn't know what B. Jones going to say about the Steelers. He's going to say, we can't keep letting Mike Tomlin. We can't keep letting Mike Tomlin get away with this. But I love you, Black man. Uh, I'm not even, even trying to hate, bro, but, like, I wanted them to make the playoffs because their games are always somehow interesting. Bro, like, bro, they, I, I think it's because they just play such nasty football. Like, I'm going to say it's always like, a 20 to 16, 20 to like 17 three years in a row. And it's like, bro, just like, please just tank so you can get a real QB. Like, you can't keep. Hey, Kenny Beckett was making plays. And now, now they're going, now we're going to hear how another year. They didn't go under 500, but they ain't won a playoff game since 2016. But I mean, they ain't go under 500. So I mean, if that's if that's what we giving trophies for now, so be it. But, yeah, uh, Brown seven and ten. Um, Deshaun Watson was a little shaky when he first came back in. I think he's gonna be better next year. That's yeah, kind of unpopular right now. I think this year was a bit of a wash for the Browns, anyways. Got to get a couple of things uh, fixed. Um, but Amari Cooper had a hell of a year this year. I want to shout out to him. Hey, and shout out like, to Amari Cooper. I feel like every time I watched the Brown game, he was making plays on like, seeing a red zone. He was making plays. But, yeah, I think this year was a bit of a wash for them anyways. But, yeah, that's my spin on this division. I know you guys probably don't got too much. Um, but I do have a theory on this uh, Lamar thing after you guys talk. But uh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm not going to be too long. Uh, like, the Bengals, they're solid. They're certified. Uh, Ravens, it's, it's just disappointing that we didn't get to see Lamar after that Broncos game because the defense, after they got Roquan, they really yeah. took off. They were, like, they were like super shaky in the beginning of the year. They had, like, a lot of bone leads. I think cause I think Roquan, I think that was his first game, that Jaguars game. They uh they blew like a lead late in that game too, but after that game, the defense was super solid. They had them, they were winning, they were winning some ugly games, like 16, 10 games with Snoop Huntley at QB. Um, so I'm, I'm just disappointed that they didn't get Lamar didn't get to play with like that defense. Um, uh, they because they definitely could have made like a run at the one seed, I think, towards the end of the year. Um, Steelers, I mean, Mike Tomlin. He did what he do. Goes over 500. Missed the playoffs. Um, Kenny Pickett, he was he was mad, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh, Browns, 
they, I mean, we didn't really, once we knew Deshaun Watson was going to miss 11 games, kind of had low expectations for them, so not too much to say about them. Yeah, I don't got much to say. I mean, the Bengals, they did their thing after losing to Mitch Trubisky and Cooper Rush early in the season. They were able to beat Mahomes. Like, like the Bengals did their thing. They made their adjustments this season, and their offense looked really good down the stretch. The Ravens, sad to see Lamar go down like that. I don't know if that was his final game he played in the Baltimore uniform. I don't know. I don't want to speculate about that. But something crazy I saw that I just wanted to share. Since 2013, John and Jim Harbaugh both have the same amount of playoff wins. I don't know the context of that, but they both only have two playoff wins since 2013. Um, the yeah, Steelers, uh, they went over 500 again. I don't know how. I can't tell you how they win games, but they just win them. And the yeah, Browns, like B. Football. Jones said, after Deshaun Watson went down the season, was kind of a wash. Um, they still won, what, seven or six games, something around there. Uh, Nick Chubb had a good season. Miles Garrett had a good season. But those things are to be expected at this point. I'm excited to see what they do next season. I think Watson's going to be a little bit better. Another year with Amari Cooper, another year with Nick Chubb. I feel like they can only go up, especially with the last place schedule. Hold on, yeah. I know this is this is way beyond what we're talking about, but the Warriors just won a game and Steph had 15. What the hell? They won by 30. <laughs> I, I know I had nothing, but that just that just threw me off. That just threw me off. Even Chancellor had like 20. But uh so <laughs> I got a theory. I got a theory about um Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I feel like if Lamar had got his money, he would be playing this weekend. But I think, you know, I know he tweeted and stuff about his injury. But I feel like if he had gotten paid, he would be playing this weekend. And I feel like yeah. he's trying to protect himself and his money by not playing. What do you guys yeah, think he, about that? Yeah, he probably definitely not a hundred percent, but I think he's he could probably play. Yeah, he but could he just yeah, I think he could play. You know, he just don't want to risk it. We saw what happened to uh, Bob Griffin the third when he went out there. He he played against the Seahawks. You know, that was it. He was never the same after that. So. I think he's just trying to protect himself. That's just my theory. Just wanted to see if anybody agreed with it. Me and my dad discussed this yesterday. Uh, but let's move on, man. Playoffs is here. Um, we got a got a two-game slate on Saturday, um, a three-game slate on Sunday, and then we got a Monday nighter. So let's get it. First game up is the 49ers versus the Seahawks. How do you guys think this is going to go? Is it just going to be, you know – we're just happy to be here for the Seahawks. How do you think it's going to go? What's your opinion? I think the 49ers are going to win, but I don't think it's going to be like this curb stopping that everybody say it is. I mean, it's hard to beat a, a good team, like a playoff caliber team, three times in one season. It, it, that's something that's really hard to do. Even though the game's in Santa Clara and it's probably, from what I saw, I think it's going to be raining. Um, I think the 49ers are going to get their stuff going on the ground. They – might score a few touchdowns early, but I, th- I think this game is going to be like a close game, like a seven-point game. I think San Fran wins it, just not by like a comfortable margin, like a 13 or 14-point win. Yeah, I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a competitive game. San Fran probably wins by like 10 or 11. If it is raining, um, I think that'll be that, – I don't think that would hurt Seattle. I think that will help them a little bit just because both of these teams have solid run games. Um, 
But yeah, I, th- I think I think the Four Niners will definitely win. But I, I think it'll I think it'll be like a ten. It'll be like an eight to eleven point game. Too competitive, hard hitting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like the 49ers, as you guys say. And I'm looking at the weather; it is supposed to be rainy. Um. But yeah, I think I know. I think that's kind of what both teams like to do. Um. When the Seahawks like to run the ball, Kenneth Walker. Um. 49ers, obviously Shanahan. You know, he's not going to try to reinvent the wheel. That's that's what the Shanahan's do. They like to run the ball. They got two good backs. Um. You know, three if you want to add Debo in there. They like to run the football. So uh, it should be a nice little chess match. Probably, I could see like a twenty to thirteen type of win for the 49ers. Um, but hey, San Fran been blowing a lot of coverages recently. Who knows? DK or Tyler Lockett can get over the top on them. Yeah, I mean, I could see that too. I just don't see the 49ers losing this game. That that moral of the story, I don't, I don't envision that. Um, so next game up, uh, Chargers Jaguars. The Jaguars are hosting a playoff game. That's so crazy to say. It doesn't even sound right. When is the last? That happened. Shit. 2017. Yeah, they played oh, the yeah. Bills at home. Yeah, okay, yeah, that year. Okay. It's been a minute. It's because we're in 2023 now. Damn, that's crazy. Six years. But yeah, that's that's crazy. Wow. Um, but yeah, we got the Jaguars hosting the playoff game against the Chargers. Um, no Mike Williams for the Chargers. Um, I don't know. I can see this game going either way. It's just a weird game. I want to say the Chargers, but I think the Jaguars could do something. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't really see any clear-cut coaching advantages. I know Doug Peterson is a champion. Um, but I I don't I don't know. I don't really have a feel for this one. I'm just gonna just gonna watch this one. I think this one comes on Sunday night football. I think the Sunday night football bar, uh guys are doing this. Um yeah, Al Michaels coming back for this game. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what you guys think, man. I, I, I really don't know. Uh, you know, I wanted to pick the Chargers early in this week, but no Mike Williams really limits the explosive plays. They don't really got much, like, many explosive guys at all in that offense. You're going to see a lot of dump-offs to Austin Eckler on the Jaguars side. I think you're going to see a lot of traffic to see him running the football here. And I think it's going to be – I thought the Chargers were going to win this one comfortably if they had Mike Williams, but – they really limit the explosive plays, and they're, I think, a little – well, not a little, a lot less talented in the red zone without Mike Williams. I don't know. I think the Jaguars might pull this one out. I think the Jaguars might pull this one out in a close game. But the Chargers might charge this one away. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but if I have to get a slight lean, I'll give a slight lean towards the Jaguars. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Jaguars on this one just because um... – the Jaguars, their main weakness on their defense is their secondary, but the Chargers don't have enough speed to exploit that. Mm-hmm. Um, we also saw the Jaguars blow out the Chargers earlier in the season. I don't think that'll be the case in this game, but I just, I just don't trust it. I just don't trust the Chargers, especially after Russell Wilson was was carving them up last week. Like that's just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so I think, think. Um, uh, Doug Peterson's offense is based off of like getting Trevor Lawrence easy throws, so I, I feel like there'll be like a lot of uh, opportunities for that in this game. I think the Chargers win it probably like a in the probably like three or four points. All right, uh, I mean, it is to note that game earlier in the season was without Bosa and Keenan Allen. If I heard in that game, Fair. but they still you should still shouldn't lose twenty eight by twenty eight. <laughs> 
for, for uh, Sunday slate, we got the Bills and the Dolphins. I'll start with me on this one. Uh, I think the Bills are going to are gonna uh, beat these guys pretty bad. Um, Skylar Thompson, he stands no chance. That's just my opinion. Um, the Bills are going to be riding this DeMar Hamlin way for quite some time. And it starts with it starts with the Dolphins just being in their way. I think they're going to smack this team all around. Yeah. I got the Bills by twenty five. Damn, it was a fun ride for the Dolphins. A fun <laughs> ride for Mike McDaniel, but they, they got a they got a train right in front of them. They're going to hit them head on this weekend. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. Their defense kind of took a step back this year. Xavier Howard didn't look really good. Javon Holland took a step back from his rookie year. And I think Josh Allen is going to exploit this team, even though they had two tough games against them earlier in the season. Yeah, I think I think this is probably the worst matchup the Dolphins could have got, considering their QB situation as well. Uh, it wasn't really much better. <laughs> like, it was either that yeah. or they got to go play Burrow in the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the next game, and that's the game in the middle of the day, Giants-Vikings. Um, I think the Giants are going to win this one. I think, you know, all of all the close games with the Vikings, and it's crazy because the previous year, the Vikings were losing those games. And now this year with a new head coach, they're winning those close games. But I just think now is – it's where it kind of comes to an end. Um, these are two rookie head coaches, too, so no clear-cut um, coaching advantage. Um, but I like the Giants, man. The Giants, they're kind of they, – the way that they play them, they, they seem to be the, the more free team. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they're the more fearless team, and they're kind of just, you know, they're kind of just playing for real. You know what I'm saying? I, that's, that's just the vibe I get. You know, it, it doesn't seem like a lot of pressure because um, – I guess they're a team that's not supposed to be here. Um, I just I just see them being able to come in and run the ball with Saquon Barkley. Um, Daniel Jones has been a pleasant surprise. Um, receiving core hasn't been great, but guys have been stepping up. Isaiah Hodgson. Shout out Richie James. Richie James, guys like that. It's just I think they just have a it's something about this team, and I think it's enough for them to win just at least one playoff game. It's just a camaraderie they got, you know. I think the Vikings is a team that they can beat. They're a very beatable opponent. But I think once you advance past that, you know, they're just – just teams are just going to have too much too much talent. Yeah, they're more than likely going to have to play Philly next week. <laughs> I don't know. That. It's just, it's just gonna, I don't know if our talented is a word, but that, that I think that's when it will set in and that's when it will hit. But I think it's enough to beat the Vikings. Uh, it's going to be a, a bit of a tough task, though. Vikings are at home. That uh, that 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 stadium is pretty crazy. They'd be rocking there. That stole all that good stuff. Uh, should be a good one. Um, I'm interested to see how Kirk Cousins plays and how they uh, defend Justin Jefferson, though. Can't wait to see that. I'm going to tell you what they're going to do. Their defense coordinator is Wink Martindale. They're going to blitz the Vikings like crazy and just play cover zero because that's what they've been doing all season, no matter who the opponent has been. Um, the Giants have no players in the injury report right now. That, <laughs> I saw that. Nobody questionable, probable, doubtful. They're no. literally the healthiest team in the league right now. The Vikings are dealing with some injuries, especially on their offensive line. Their right tackle, one of the best in the league, Brian O'Neill went down. It's going to be a tough tax for the Vikings to stop this Giants pass rush, especially with Kayvon Thibodeau 
who's really came on late in the season. Dexter Lawrence, who made an all-pro team. Um, it's, it's Like I said, it's going to be a tall task. But knowing that Justin Jefferson could just snap his fingers and go for 10 for a buck 50 and two touchdowns is a little worrisome for me. But I think I'm going to rock with the Giants in this one. Y'all tripping. I got the Vikings. Um, <laughs> they, just got, they just got more firepower on offense. Got the best receiver in the league, Justin Jefferson. Got Dalvin Cook. Um, think think if Kirk plays mistake-free football, this should be an easy win. Um, and his game's at 430, not at 1 o'clock. The, the only way I could see the uh, Giants winning this game is, like, if they – jump if they get like a defensive touchdown or something early and Vikings have like three turnovers in the first half, like one of those type of games. But I think um if they just come out, execute their game plan, get up early, like fourteen nothing early, this game will be over. I mean they were up ten nothing earlier earlier in the season. They needed like a what a sixty two or sixty three yard field goal to win. They got it. I like the difference of opinion because I don't want us to all come up here and sing the same song. Even though we're about to do the same thing on this next game, uh, Sunday night, uh, Bengals-Ravens. Um, Man, I wish Lamar was playing. I do too. Yeah, this would, this would be live if he was playing. Yeah, it would. And, you know, you know there's no ifs, ands, or buts in this. Uh, the Bengals are going to roll these guys. Jamar Chase is going to have a day. Um, oh, that Ravens defense been looking scary yeah, lately. Nah, they were, they were scrapping I don't think they're just gonna roll over them. They were, they were scrapping last week, but I think I, I I don't think they're gonna put up. I don't like. I don't think they're gonna put up like forty or nothing like that. But like, I forgot these two teams it, played like like a couple days ago. It's gonna be it's gonna be like twenty. It's gonna be like twenty eight to thirteen type of thing. Yeah. Shout out to the Ravens, man. They had a good season, but with no Lamar, they can't they can't win in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Uh we only got a stick stay on this one. Uh <laughs> Monday oh Night Football. God. Cowboys at Buccaneers. Vic, I'm gonna start with you. I don't like this matchup. I don't like this matchup one bit. I don't like it one bit. But the Buccaneers have not been good this season. So I feel like I shouldn't be doubting the Cowboys as much. I mean, you got a team with a positive record playing against a team with a negative record. I mean, I feel like I shouldn't be doubting them as much, but there's reasonable reasons for doubt. I mean, they just got mud stomped by the commanders. I saw that happen. Like Mike said, I saw that happen in person. I was there at the stadium while that was going on. Um, I don't know. Mike is going to get pressure, but Tom Brady's going to get the ball out quick. And there's, there's one weakness. Like, the same way they beat the Panthers, they can easily beat the Cowboys. Just isolate Mike Evans on the other side of Trayvon Diggs and just go deep. That's the same exact way they beat the Panthers. And it's scary. I think Dak has to play a little bit better. Not, not a little bit better. A lot of better than what I saw him play last Monday. And I think it's going to be a close game regardless. We, we know how these games go. The Cowboys in the playoffs, Tom Brady in the playoffs. It's going to be a close game regardless. It might come down to who the ball last, but I can't pick the Cowboys after a 12-win season to be a uh, first-round exit to a, a team with a negative record. B. Jones. I think Bucks win this one. Uh, probably not like a field, field goal. Tom Brady game winning drive. Um, Cowboys, they've just been playing sloppy football. Um, I think about game that game against the Commanders, the game against the Jaguars. Um, Dak hasn't been taking care of the football. Um, 
it's not a talent thing, but it's like they and they can move the football. It's just they just look unprepared at times, and they just, and just play sloppy, is- sloppy football, offense and defense. Um, so yeah, I think even uh, we're we're the Texans. The Texans were giving the Cowboys a run for their money. Uh, the Titans were no, was it the Colts? The Colts were, and then they like no, the Titans like were. Oh well, yeah. Oh, if you're talking about the Colts yeah. game, yeah, they were. Yeah. it was a yeah, close and then, game, and then they yeah, turned yeah. up in the fourth quarter. But then the Titans, then the Titans give them a bump too. Yeah, it so was a close I, game. I, I just don't like how the Cowboys have been playing. I got the Bucks, Bucks by three. <sighs> I truly don't even know. I don't know. Um, I don't like the way the Cowboys been playing, but um. I also don't really care too much about how the Bucks have been playing. Um, I know they. You I know, say it's not the only thing that's giving me hope is that it's not like the Bucks have been playing much better. I know their. I know their um, offense had a coming out party against the Panthers and backups and shit like that. But am I really supposed to believe? I. I, I mean, I get it. We talked about at the end of the day. You know, they got Tom Brady, and that might that might be what it comes down to. Um, because it seems like Dak Prescott always throws an interception, whether it's his fault or not. Um, it's kind of, and, and I, it might come down to that. To be totally honest with you, man, I, I, I think for me, it's going to be what QB I trust the most, and what receiving core I trust the most. And oh yeah, that's one thing. The Cowboys receivers have been getting no separation outside of CD Lamb. Yeah, so uh, it's tough. I'm gonna have to go with the Bucks in a close game. I think the game's going. This is going to end in dramatic Cowboys fashion. Yeah, it might. It might be like a Dak OT pick six too. That can happen too. Yeah, it's going. It's going to be something dramatic. So I can't wait for Brad Ma, who's been great all season, to miss like a 26 yard field goal. This is this in the overtime, but then the Dak pick six happens. Like <laughs> it's going to be dramatic. So everybody, make sure y'all watching this. And uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. So if you guys got any last any last comments, let me know. If not, we're gonna wrap this bad boy up, man. Bengals 49ers Super Bowl. That's when that's my oh, yeah, yeah. Predictions? B Jones, you got a prediction? Super Bowl. Um can't call it. Um if I had to make one, I'd probably say an eight 49ers. I'm rocking with the 49ers to get there. 49ers and I want to say Chiefs. I want to say that too. Yeah, I think I think we'll go 49ers. Everybody rocking with the 49ers makes me want to pick the Eagles. Nah, I think I think if I think if the Eagles and 49ers play, it it would get ugly. The only thing I can say is that when Brock Purdy was asked to throw against the Raiders, he didn't look too hot. That's the only thing I can say. I don't know, man. I could see. I don't know. I don't know if this is the cards for the Bills to go. Um, I don't know. This AFC is going to be Bills, Chiefs, or Bengals. It's going to be one of them. Nobody yeah. else. Nobody yeah. else. The NFC is going to be 49ers or Eagles. 49ers or Eagles. So, uh, if somebody asked me what Super Bowl I want to see, I want to see Chiefs, 49ers, but I, I could see Bengals, Niners as well. I would like Bengals 49ers, I think. Because, I mean, we already seen the Chiefs 49 Yeah. I would like Cowboys we already, Ravens. We already seen the Bengals in the playoffs, though. I mean, the Super Bowl, though. But, yeah. I mean, I, I think I, just, I enjoyed it, though. 
Yeah, I think it's just like a different matchup because just like the styles, like 49 yeah. is more smash mouth, but they got a good defense and Bengals is like high flying offense. But they got a good defense, I think. Uh, that would be I them. would love a Cowboys Ravens Super Bowl. What? Whoa, what? <laughs> I would love to see the Cowboys beat up on the Ravens in the Super Bowl. What is this guy talking about? That's a Madden. Yeah, I was about to say, that's a Madden. That's what I want to see. Man, you got a nice TV right behind you. You can set it up. But I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for the continued love and support. I mean, host some of your guy, Mike Curry. And this is probably my last episode as a 27-year-old. But I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you guys for the continued love and support. I am signing out with my guys, Bink and B. Jones. Episode number 201 is done. Peace. <laughs>